Friday, August 14th, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes, our tribe beat writer. Hoynesy, uh, another day, another <laughs> another uh, foot deeper into this mess with uh, Zach Plesak and Mike Clevenger. Uh, on Thursday, Plesak comes out with about a six-and-a-half-minute video trying to explain and go into detail about the night last week that he and Clev went out after an Indians win and were caught uh, breaking curfew, uh, violating the protocols for Major League Baseball's COVID-19 uh, health and wellness program. Uh, <laughs> I guess it, just jumping into it, your first impressions of when you saw the video, I know you've watched it multiple times and you've gone over it piece by piece. Uh, you wrote a, a great post about it, sort of breaking things down, but just your reaction to Zach Plesak and, and his sort of explanation maybe for uh, what, what went on? Uh, what did you think? Joe, I thought, you know, I thought he was going to come out and say, you know, he's been uh, th that the, the, the media, that us, you know, the writers covering the team that have written about this, this incident had gotten it wrong. You know, that, that we were, that we had our facts mangled, that, that this wasn't, this wasn't the way it, it, it was at all. And, but instead of that, he confirmed everything we reported. He confirmed, you know, that they went out, that they broke curfew, that, you know, that, that they got caught. And, and so he wasn't denying anything. He couldn't even say this is fake news because he, he confirmed everything. And, and I, so I didn't get that point and I didn't get his explanation. I, you know, what was he trying to accomplish with that? I think he only made things worse. Well, and I think throwing out there, uh, oh, my younger brother has type 1 diabetes and my mom is a nurse. So I understand what, you know, the, I understand COVID-19. I understand the coronavirus and, and how it, it spreads and it's how dangerous it is. Uh, that made him look bad, too, because if you really understood that, then you wouldn't have put your teammates at risk by introducing other factors to the, to the environment. Yeah, and he said, you know, I, you know, Clevenger and him has, have been dragged through the mud by the media. No, no, you haven't. No, the media hasn't dragged you through the mud. You guys have dragged yourself through the mud. He, he said, you know, I hate to be considered a bad teammate. Well, your own actions have made you a bad teammate, at least in this instance. I don't know. You know, maybe you're the greatest teammate. Maybe you're Mickey Mantle, you know, who's on his epitaph is uh, he was the best teammate ever. You know, maybe. Maybe you're, you're that guy, except for this one incident. incident. And you, you did this to yourself, you and Clevenger. The media had nothing to do with this. Right. And, you know, the media isn't the one labeling you as a bad teammate. Your actual teammates are the ones labeling you a bad teammate in this instance. Uh, anybody who watched the video or listened to Adam Plutko after the, his start the other night and when, when he was asked directly, what it's going to take for Clevenger and Police Act to earn the trust back of their teammates. Uh, he was, he was upset. He was, you could hear it in his voice, how upset he was. And Adam Plutko has every reason to be upset. He has a young child at home who could be exposed to the virus because anything that Clevenger and Police Act bring back to the clubhouse. Now people want to dive into, and, and Police Act tried to dive into the, the science of it. Oh, I talked to a doctor who stuck a nasal swab up my nose uh, about, how this is spread or what the CDC's recommendations are for in Ohio and, and gatherings of 10 or less. And, and none of that matters. The protocols were you were supposed to stay in your room and you didn't. That was it. And there's a reason for it. 
and you broke that, and then you then Clevenger lied about it. Now, Plesak never mentioned Clevenger by name. He said, my teammate and best friend. And, again, they're, they're trying to do damage control while also trying to make themselves feel better, I think. And that's, that's what this whole thing is, is, is all about. Yeah, I mean, who would have given him that advice to do that? that that's my question. Who was who whispering in his ear and saying, Zach, this is a hell of an idea. Go out there and admit you did everything that has been written about you and then try to get out, worm your way out of it and say, I still didn't do anything wrong. That, that's the impression I got. It seemed to me like this was a guy that, you know, that was, that, that was upset that unflattering things were written about him and said about him. But he had, he, and, but he had brought, brought it on all himself. Like he was – you know, some kid, a kindergartner that had gotten sent to the corner because he was misbehaving and he's banging his feet on the, on the floor, not because, you know, he knew what he did wrong, was wrong, but because he got caught. Right. And again, this sort of stems from, if, if I'm going to speculate here and sit here and, and, and you know, throw ideas out, uh, you know, Mike Clevenger and Zach Plesak are, are very tight, very close friends. We, we've documented how they trained together in the off season in Florida multiple times uh, they, they bought puppies together. I mean, this is they're they're thick as thieves uh, prior to police act joining the Indians, Mike Clevenger's best friend, probably in the clubhouse or the guy he got along with really well was, was Trevor Bauer. If the two of them learned their game plan for dealing with the media and doing and saying things that maybe put them in an unflattering light and then, steering into the curve and it's it, it, it's Trevor Bauer that's the playbook now it, of course it would sound really weird it sound re just perfect for us to sit here and, and blame Trevor Bauer for everything that's going wrong with the uh, the Indians clubhouse it was way too convenient but I, I do think there's a a little nugget of of truth in that uh, you know Clevenger was never like this before there was any sort of Bauer influence over him when it comes to dealing with the media and maybe that's trickled down to, to Zach Plesek. Just, just deny everything and, and, you know, shift blame anywhere else but on yourself. Yeah, I, you know, I think we haven't heard from Clevenger. And, uh, you know, Clevenger, I mean, before Plesek came out with this video yesterday, Clevenger was, he's the veteran. You know, mm -hmm. he's, he's he was the He was as, the bad guy. Yeah, he's pictured as the guy leading a rookie astray here, a young player astray. And, all of a sudden, you know, what, what Clevenger did was, you know, not man up uh, to uh, after Plesak was caught and uh, going back on the plane with the rest of the team, uh, you know, that's forgotten now. That's kind of shoved into the background, and, and we're sitting here talking about Plesak, and I, I don't get it. I, 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 there you, you go. Know, I am, it's almost I am really befuddled by this. It's almost like did, did, did uh, Plesak do Clevenger a solid by you know, shifting the blame back onto him or shifting the, uh, the anger back onto him, the outrage of, of fans. Uh, and let's get into that. Uh, let, let's talk about the, the, the question that, that, that we asked our subtexters uh, to respond to today. Uh, Cleveland Indians uh, subtext, uh, cleveland.com slash subtext. You can subscribe for $3.99 a month if you, if you get in and, and an opportunity to sort of voice your opinion here on the podcast. Um, we asked our subtexters, do you think that Police Act has pitched his last game of the season for the for the Indians. When do you think Clevenger could be back? Uh, is is that something that you know? The more he sticks his foot in his mouth, 
the the less likely he's going to be out there anytime soon? Yeah, I mean, just somebody take this kid aside and tell him, okay, you know, you've had your say. You know, just keep your mouth shut. And hopefully they give you the ball back and hopefully you get back on the mound this season. Because, Joe, this isn't like, you know, like when I first started covering baseball where you could a player could almost do anything. And if he was talented enough, Mm-hmm. You know, the, 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 the organization looked the other way, and, you, and they played. You know, Julio Franco took off in New York City, got, got hammered one night, didn't come to the ballpark the next day. He hits a game-winning home run on Friday, goes out to a party, gets, gets hammered, misses the, whole, the entire game Saturday. They're, they're, it, he's lost in the Bronx. And the next day, he's in the starting lineup because Pat Corrales said, this isn't Little League. This is the big leagues. You don't cut off your nose to spite your face. But we saw this last year. Bauer throws the ball over the center field fence, and he's gone. Right. So that was I don't know how this organization is going to handle this. Now, obviously, you know, Bauer was, you know, there was money concerns there. He wasn't going to sign a long-term contract. There was other things that worked there. But I don't know how these guys are going to react. Well, but there's money concerns definitely with Clevenger as well. You're talking about a guy who – is going to be looking at his, what, third year or second year of arbitration? Third year yeah, of arbitration? Second year. second year of arbitration next year. <laughs> no, his, no. His, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Second year, I think. Yeah. And, maybe and it's his third year, and he, it, he's, his cost is going to go up. It, could he be pricing himself, you know, out, and would they rather just move on from him if they can get value for him? Uh, who knows if, if this is going to lead to, to some sort of uh, major roster upheaval. Uh, but you're talking about – two-fifths of the best starting pitching rotation in baseball. And right now, we don't know if those guys are, are going to see the field anytime in the next two weeks. Uh, let's, yeah, let's jump into uh, your responses uh, on subtext. We asked you uh, what you thought about Zach Plesak's apology – or not apology, Zach Plesak's video – where he made it very clear it's not an apology. It was just sort of his, uh, his way to vent and, and explain things. Uh, this one from the 216 area code. Uh, I think it was an absolute mistake. Police Act made that video, and any forgiveness I felt for him went away. I'm not sure if he'll play again, and I don't understand how he could even be a part of the team with an attitude like that. And that's, that's really, is, is this going to make it harder for him to reintegrate to the clubhouse uh, after the teammate, after his teammates have seen this video, yeah, I think it it just pours gasoline on the fire, Joe, and it makes it puts Francona in a tough spot too. I mean, how does he, you know, make peace? How does he bridge this, meld this, uh, like we were talking? And how does he bring this clubhouse together if if you've got like fifteen guys in one corner and two guys in the other corner? I mean, it, it it's it's a tough it's a tough deal. From Rochester, this texter says. Uh, lame excuse, man up, you pampered goon. You break it, you buy it. That's how Tito lost the Red Sox gig. Players became too selfish. Uh, a little bit of different circumstance here. I don't. I think. Uh, I don't think Tito's gonna gonna lose a, a spot here with the with the Indians. He's he's pretty much earned the right with this club to to say when he stays or goes. But but really, like you said, it, it does make things a lot more difficult for him to do his job. All right. Yeah, and, and the Red Sox, that was a veteran team. You know, that was, those, those were older guys, and they had they'd broken his trust, and uh, we'll see how that works out. Uh, from the 216, I was totally disgusted by his posted video for more, than, more reasons than one. 
No, I don't think he was mistreated by the media or anyone else, and I don't know whether he'll pitch again, but I really hope not. So now we've got fans saying uh, they'd rather just not see him out there. Yeah, I, I, I'd certainly hope they let him pitch again, Joe. He's too good not to pitch, I think. I don't and, know. Maybe, maybe this kid, maybe he won't learn a lesson. And, and they need him, too. Okay. Yeah, they need him. I, and, you know, I think it's going to take a while, but I think obviously he's, we see him pitching again this year. All right, here's a here, – interesting, this one's from Ann from Fort Wayne, uh, 260 area code. Uh, uh, don't forget, Fort Wayne, Indiana, that's uh, close to where Zach Plesak is from. Uh, and I, 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 it's the, the, the hometown there. It's uh, close to Chicago. Um, not Battle Creek. Uh, Crown Point. Crown Point. Crown Point, yeah. Okay, so northeast northeast Indiana uh, is where Ann from Fort Wayne is is texting from, and she writes, "I've come to the conclusion that everyone would have been better off had they not publicly outed individuals breaking protocol. Your teammates knowing would be punishment and humiliation enough. For someone Zach's age, it was too much. Thus, the escape valve for him was to take to social media, which compounded the situation. I don't know how he digs himself out of this hole." I think the other teams have the right, have it right to not make public spectacles of their players. This has become a fiasco, which benefits no one. So, really, that 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 sounds more like a criticism of the way the Indians handled yeah. the the situation, and uh, the the Indians have really sort of been at the forefront of all of these protocols and all the you know from from all reports that we're getting from national writers. The Indians are the team that's that's doing things the right way in terms of how they approach the protocols and, and handle everything. Um, but, but this texture thinks that outing the individuals who, who didn't make their starts, I guess that would be, uh, you know, pretty much a, a, a easy way to, to, to know once Clevenger didn't take the mound on Tuesday, it was pretty obvious. Yeah. So uh, do you think the Indians have handled things the right way? Yeah, I think they have. I mean, what like you said, Joe. I mean, if they get if if you put Plesac and 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 uh, uh, Clevenger in quarantine for seventy two hours, they're not going to pitch. So there's a story there, and and you know it just gets you know, and obviously we're going to work to find out what happened, and maybe we do and maybe we don't. But I think this is there's a method to their madness here. They're trying to get a point across. They're trying to hey. They did it with Fran Mel Reyes. They've done it with Clevenger and, and Plesek. He goes, if you if you break this, if you break these protocols, we're not going to protect you. You're gonna, we're gonna put you out there. We're gonna announce it, and and we're gonna say why you're you're in quarantine and what you did to get there. And you know, has it worked? <laughs> we haven't had an outbreak like uh, you know the Marlins and 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 the Cardinals. So to that degree, it has worked. It, but obviously, there's there's been some. You know, there's been some uh, uh, what what are they collateral damage too? Right, right, and and it and this seems to be more about feelings now than than it is about the disease. You know, this is it, we're we're dealing with uh, teammates who feel betrayed and uh, players who did something wrong and then feel bad about it, and now they they don't like the heat that they're getting about it. So uh, right now, it is less about the getting infected and more about you know making sure everybody feels good and and maybe they just have to accept the fact that 
at least two guys in this whole situation aren't going to be feeling good by the end of it. Uh, this from the San Fernando Valley, uh, all the way in California. He is either getting bad advice or he is being stupid on his own. Uh, another one from New Mexico. Uh, he lied to his teammates and literally put their lives at risk. No, the media did not treat him wrong. Uh, this is from the 216. I don't think he was mistreated by the media. Regardless of his explanation, he was guilty of violating protocol. So, so really, the, I, I think the overwhelming sense that uh, I'm getting from fans and from respondents here on, on social media, from reporters and from everybody else, is that Zach Plesak made things worse with this video of his own. Yeah, definitely. He, you know, I don't know if he thought this was a good idea, <laughs> but I, this did not help, help him, the team, Clevenger. It, 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 this didn't help. This just, you know, pushed, made this thing a story for another day. You know, this thing was going to fade away, Joe, like most things do during a season. You know, if, if they didn't need a fifth starter until, what, August 22nd, you know, that's when it would have come up again, probably, or when Clevenger made his, his next start. But, you know, now it, 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 just, it just gets – the can gets kicked down the road for one more day. There, you know, Tito is going to be asked about it today. You know, anybody on the Zoom calls is going to be asked about it today. So it just takes on a life of its own. And, you know, this is the last thing you want to do if you're, if you're Zach Plesak. Why, why put yourself out there again like that? Boy, am I looking forward to today's Tito Zoom call uh, pregame where, where we're going to have these awkward silences and, 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 and pauses and, and asking about uh, his reaction to, to Police X video. Uh, it, it's just <laughs> hopefully somebody, you know, makes it, cracks a joke or makes it lighter because this is, it, it, it does not make our job fun. Speaking of our job, let's, uh, here we go. Doug from Powell uh, in the, uh, the Columbus area. He, uh, he chimes in on subtext, you guys are doing a great job reporting on this. I wasn't clear on how he had been mistreated. Not taking responsibility for his own actions is not a good sign. As good as he is and as much as we need him, I'm still hoping he doesn't pitch this year. He violated the trust of his team and fans. The, this idea that you're so essential to the team that you don't have to follow the rules is not acceptable. So there's a, a vote of confidence for the reporters from Doug. Uh, That's he, a rarity. We'll remember that one. <laughs> Boy, I wonder if Doug's last name is Maurice because it comes from the 614 area code. And if that's, uh, if that's our buddy Doug uh, chiming in on subtext to tell us that we're doing a good job, then I, I feel a little better. But uh, that, that, yeah, I, I just put two and two together there as I'm reading that. I'm like, huh, Doug from Powell. Hmm. All right. Uh, one more. Let's, uh, let's jump in from the 330 area code. I thought his explanation was more off the cuff than well thought out. I think he is probably a good dude, but was trying to find a reason for some of his teammates' reactions and blame the media and not his actions. I do not think he was mistreated by the media. I think the media has accurately and possi as possible portrayed what happened. Plutko had harsher words than any writer did. I think Plesak will pitch again soon, probably miss another turn. So there you go. Yeah, Adam Plutko yeah. really uh, came out with – to date, the harshest criticism of anybody from within the organization, and certainly anything harsher than uh, what any writer has, has put on paper uh, about Zach Plesak, uh, basically calling out his teammates and saying, hey, they can sit here and explain it to you. Yeah, and, and Plesak is a good guy. We, we both talked to him. Absolutely. You know, I, yeah, it, it, that's why this is so surprising to me. Not the fact that he went out 
you know, okay, you go out, okay, you know, you break curfew, all right. But just the fact that, you know, just okay, it's it happened. You took your you took your shot. You got caught. Now, let it go. Right. Let it go. Just keep your mouth shut and and, and move on. I, I see that's that's the thing I don't get. Why 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 uh you know stir the stir the pot. Right. And I got a uh, I got an email from uh, an editor in the uh, composing department over at the Plain Dealer who who saw my my post from yesterday about Police X video, and he said, "Boy, did he really say this? Is this is this really what he said?" And I and I I told him yes, and then I, I wrote back, you know, hey, I was 25 once too, and I was I was pretty much uh, I won't use the the word that I uh, <laughs> I won't repeat the word that I used, but I was I was kind of like that when I was 25. I get it, but again, you have to now own up to what you did and, and take responsibility for it. And as of right now, I, I still don't believe that either Clevenger or Plesek think that they did anything wrong and they think that they're being persecuted and it's, it's right out of the playbook. I'm telling you, it's out of the playbook of somebody who came before them. It's like, it's like the dark Lord of the Sith leading them down the wrong path here, man. Uh, and that now the Indians are going to have to deal with it. All right, Hoinsey, uh, time's up, and we're, uh, we're looking at the opener of a three-game series in Detroit, one that could make or break the season at this point, which sounds really weird to say. But, uh, you know, depending on what we've got uh, by, the, by, you know, 5 o'clock Sunday night, we could, we could be looking at a completely different outlook for the remainder of the season. Yeah, Joe, the, uh, the AL Central is bunched tight. Uh, the the, the t- Tigers are in second place. Uh, the Indians and White Sox are tied for third at 10 and 9. The Tigers are 9 and 7. They played, what, uh, three fewer games than the Tribe and the White Sox. And the Twins are 12 and 7. I mean, they're not running, the Twins aren't running away with this thing. So, you know, this is a big series. The Tigers have a lot of injuries. Some key guys are hurt. Uh, and if, if history holds, you know, the Indians have had their way with these guys for the last three or four years. So maybe this is a spot where they can get well, but it would sure, it would, it would help if Clevenger and police were in the rotation and they're not. All right. We'll check in uh, again on Monday morning with the Cleveland baseball talk podcast.